from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. My name is Monsignor Sam Bianco. Today is the feast of St. Vincent de Paul. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from the Society of St. Vincent de Paul of Cambridge, Ontario. This Mass is offered for their members who strive to fulfill their mission to live the gospel message by serving Christ in the poor with love, respect, justice, and joy. We know that this television mass brings meaning to the lives of tens of thousands of Canadians across our land and indeed around the world. And they join with me in thanking the Society of St. Vincent de Paul of Cambridge, Ontario for this gift. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God our Father and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And your spirit. Coming together as God's family, we seek mercy and forgiveness for our sins. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on all of us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who for the relief of poor persons and the formation of the clergy endowed the priest St. Vincent de Paul with apostolic virtues, grant, we pray, that a fire with that same spirit we may love what he loved and put into practice what he taught. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Job. Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. He said, let the day perish in which I was born, and the night that said, a man-child is conceived. Why did I not die at birth? come forth from the womb and expire? Why were there knees to receive me, or breasts for me to suck? Now I would be lying down and quiet. I would be asleep. Then I would be at rest with kings and counselors of the earth, who rebuild ruins for themselves, or with princes who have gold, who fill their houses with silver. Or why was I not buried like a stillborn child, like an infant that never sees the light? There the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary are at rest. Why is light given to one in misery, and life to the bitter in soul, who long for death, but it does not come, and dig for it more than for hidden treasures, who rejoice exceedingly, and are glad when they find the grave? Why is light given to one who cannot see the way, whom God has fenced in? The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When the days drew near for Jesus to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way, they entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. But they did not receive Jesus, because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them. Then they went on to another village. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. to command fire. There is the fire of these apostles, James and John and all of them, and their fire is a fire of uh, rebuke, of destruction. Wipe out the Samaritans because they haven't listened to us or they don't care about us. And we know about that type of fire in our world. There is, of course, another kind of fire a fire that we must be close to and cling to. And it's the fire that Jesus brings. Pope Francis speaks very eloquently and powerfully about the kind of fire that Jesus brings. The fire that Jesus brings is the fire of the Holy Spirit. It's the fire of Pentecost. It's a zeal and excitement for God and the good things, the works of God. It's courageous. In the words of the Pope, it's magnanimous. It's generous. It goes out to all people of all time, wanting to speak to them and telling them of the goodness of God and what God wants for creation. And that's the fire that's released at Pentecost and in his presence in all of us and we are to convey not zeal in the sense of ideology, but zeal in the sense of a passion of conveying to people the 
unconditional love that God has for all of them, yes, including the Samaritans and people who reject what Jesus has to say. That's a very powerful, strong fire. There's another fire, says the Pope, and he calls it the charcoal fire. It's the fire that was manifest, as you remember, after the resurrection on the shore of Galilee when the apostles were out fishing. And they came back in, and there was Jesus, and he lit a charcoal fire, a cooking fire, and he was making breakfast for them. And that's a fire that's nourishing. It's gentle. It's meek. It's intimate. It's by name. He calls each one of the disciples, um, come, share, eat with me in a warm and friendly an environment, a breakfast of a meal that draws us closer to one another and to the Father. Both fires are at work in the life of Jesus of Nazareth. I have quoted to you directly from a homily that was given at the end of August by Pope Francis to the new cardinals he made. And he said to the new cardinals, you must be, please, on fire with the Holy Spirit, eager day in and day out to bring the news, the good news of the gospel to all the world. You've been given, I pass the torch on to you. You've been given that commission, not to speak about yourself, but to speak about God and Jesus. At the same time, he said, please, when you do it, do it with gentleness, with mercy, with intimacy, as a family gathered around a meal. So it's being powerful, but it's also being gentle and merciful that makes people feel at home and part of who they are. Today we celebrate the feast of St. Vincent de Paul. I, I'm a Vincentian, and many of you out there are. St. Vincent de Paul, uh, uh, along with Louise de Marillac, started this whole modern movement of Vincentians and the Daughters of Charity, and they had one direct goal, to be in communion and to bring assistance and as much help door to door, personally, to people who were poor in parish. And in the 19th century, that was picked up by two people. Uh, the, the first one was Frederick Ozenham. He wasn't a priest, he was a layman, and a, a sister, Rosalie Rondu, and they reinvigorated the whole society of St. Vincent de Paul. And again, they had a passion or zeal to go among all the poor people in Paris as much as possible, but not distribute food from a distance, but to go to the very homes where the persons were, to ask to be invited in, to be able to present of food and help and encouragement. They weren't speaking on their behalf. They were speaking on behalf of Jesus, and they wanted to bring the magnanimity, the love, the strength that Jesus had for every person, no matter how poor.
and they were extremely practical. It's not just a question for them of here's a blessing. It's a blessing, a conversation, but something practical that they need to nourish and sustain them. We've been now almost two years, and mercifully, we're out of the end of, of this whole Zoom process. Pe people have been good. People have been making contact. But we Vincentians know that mailing food vouchers or just calling on the phone, although that's important, that's a very limited way of making contact with people. Now is the time that some of the restrictions have been lifted, that we can go back with zeal, with, with a renewed enthusiasm, and to call up people and to have the privilege of visiting them in their homes and seeing not only what they need and want physically, but also spiritually. And it's important that we do that in knowing their name and who the people are and who are the members of their family. And always, as you see, it's reciprocal. It's not just a question of going into someone's house, dropping off food or something. No, it's to stay, it's to have a visit, to make present there the power of the Holy Spirit. The people who are receiving food and vouchers they have the Holy Spirit in them. And we, Vincentians, when we go to them, we not only give them something, we also want to receive the presence of Jesus. I'm talking about the Vincentians, but I'm talking about all people in the world. That's the kind of relationship we want with one another to bring the fire of Jesus to people whom we meet and talk and speak with. And we're especially privileged to have very much a lay organization led by lay people called the St. Vincent de Paul that does that. And we pray to God that more and more lay people will join our society and convey the presence of God to other people who are needy but also to receive from poor people the gift of the Holy Spirit that they possess. Will you join with me now? And we'll offer our prayers and petitions to the Lord. For those in our daily TV Mass community who are dedicated to the care of sick persons, may they receive the grace to continue their ministry of compassion and caring with hope and joy. We pray to the Lord. For all those persons who lack adequate food, housing, and shelter, for those persons with mental health challenges and their families, we pray to the Lord. We take a moment to pray for our own personal intentions, for the people for whom we love and care for, and for those united with us in prayer. We pray to the Lord. Lord Jesus, you are close to every one of us. May we embrace your closeness. May the fire of life that burns so strongly in your heart be also present in our hearts. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Contrite hearts, good goodness, cleanse me of my sins. Thanks, Simone. Pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who enabled St. Vincent to imitate what he celebrated in the divine mysteries, grant that by the power of this sacrifice, we too may be made transformed into an oblation acceptable to you through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right. It is right, it is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation. Always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you, have, you are praised in the company of your saints, and in crowning their merits, you crown your own gifts. By their way of life, you offer us an example. By communion with them, you give us companionship. And by their intercession, sure support so that, encouraged by so great a cloud of witnesses, we may run as victors in the race before us and win with them the imperishable crown of glory through Christ our Lord. And so, with the angels and archangels and with the great multitude of the saints, we sing the hymn of praise, as without end we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, 
the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our Bishop, all the clergy and all the people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Vincent de Paul, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed now by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will to live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer one another a sign of the peace of Christ.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Renewed by this heavenly sacrament, O Lord, we implore that just as we are prompted by St. Vincent's example to imitate your son in his preaching of the gospel to poor persons, so too we may be sustained by his prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.